This is the Ordained Educator Podcast, and I'm your host, Bridget Jackson. For almost three decades, I have lived and loved doing one of the greatest passions on earth, educating. I'm an ordained educator. If you're listening to this podcast, you were destined to do what you're doing too. You were ordained to impact others. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome, welcome back, Ordained Educators. We're so very excited for this episode, Position to Win. Today, we're going to talk about some dynamic things. We have a guest with us today, and I want to share something with you first. Um, Tennis great, the legendary Billie Jean King said this, I think self-awareness is probably the most important thing towards being a champion. I want you to take that ideology today and think about that. You are positioned to win. We know in these times right now, we can be dealing with obstacles. We can be dealing with things that are going on, but we need to be champions to ourselves. We need to be stress busters. Yes, when I said that, I just thought about the song, Ghostbusters. So yes, we need to be stress busters. Today, we're going to share with you some easy tips to start you uh, to either doing them or if you're doing them for encourage you to keep doing them so that you can be supported during these final, final months in 2020. Yes, we've made it to the last quarter and I believe we're going to be positioned to win. Let's get started. Let's take flight. In this episode, we're going to have guest educator, Coach Jacob Crane. Not only is he an educator, but he's an author, a serial entrepreneur, and a certified extreme execution coach. When I say this man is bad to the bones, you better believe me. He helps people realize their dreams because he's a dream chaser. Yes, that's his book. And we're going to hear from Coach Jacob Crane right after this word from our episode sponsor. Thank you to Exponential Edgeventure for sponsoring this week's episode. Calling all educators. Do you want to get noticed at work and be valued for what you do? Be the go-to person, the influencer in your area of expertise. Do you desire to have amazing connections with administration and be viewed as the glue that keeps the team together? And finally, do you feel there is a promotion waiting for you, but you need that last push to get noticed? During this podcast series, we are offering a free life coaching session designed exclusively for educators to help you make that happen. Act fast. Go to simplytomorrow.com and use the offer code podcast. All right, ordained educators, we have with us today phenomenal guest host uh, with us, uh, Jacob Crane, and he is, again, just an amazing, amazing um, person, educator, uh, coach, and I'm going to let him tell a little bit more about his background. So, Jacob, share with our audience, who are you? Uh, thank you, uh, first, uh, Ms. Bridget. Just, um, I'm just happy grateful honored to be on on your show um really excited you know as as our relationship continues to to grow in, in our cohort uh and learning together so just grateful for the opportunity um once again to be on here so 
Um, born and raised in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, grew up in Arlington, Texas, where the home of the Dallas Cowboys. That's 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 my team. And so, uh, and so we. I grew up there. Uh, come from a family of educators. Uh, my mom, uh, my grandmother taught. My mom uh, has been in education. She's a principal. Uh, my dad's a pastor. So we're all about teaching, and and so uh, that's where it came came to me early. Um, I remember going to school with my mother uh, when I was little and, and acting like I was a teacher and role playing at home, being a teacher. And so um, it, it was a staple. Education was a staple in my house. And so um, it was just embedded in me to um, to teach and to educate others. Um, and, and now being in a position in the different platforms, doing different unique things to educate people outside the school building. Um, and so, and that's where we're at now. Um, graduated from Hampton University, got my undergrad there, had opportunity to, I had three scholarships for my master's degree. I had Hawaii University and I had Ohio State oh. University um, and I had North Carolina A&T Agricultural State University. Um, to pursue my master's degree in adaptive physical education in uh, Hawaii was intriguing, um, <laughs> was intriguing, but the teacher salary there was like $28,000. Um, wow. And Hawaii is very expensive to live. And then Ohio State was the second choice uh, just because of notoriety and things like that. But uh Living up there for two years, being freezing cold. I don't know if I could have done that. Wait, don't be <laughs> talking about our cold weather now. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know you up there in Michigan. Like I don't, I, I don't know how much I would have been able to bear that. Um, yeah. But being able to afford the opportunity to go to another prestigious HBCU like North Carolina A and T, um, it, 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 it really meant something to me. Uh, for that. So I, I did choose there to get my master's. So, and I started teaching out there in Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, now I'm uh, teaching in uh, Richmond, Virginia area. Um, and so that's where I'm at now. Um, and on top of teaching, just being able to um, spend time. I'm, I, have, I have two sons, I have a wife, and uh, being able to do what I do what I love, love what I do. And so all my businesses revolve around kids teaching and educating others. So all right. that's where I'm at. All right. All right. My, my intro, uh, I talk about that in my intro. I love it. I've, I've done this for almost 30 years and absolutely love it. It's a great thing when you love what you do. And so I'm not in the building anymore, um, but still working with educators, still doing some things, but education and teaching is always a part of my heart. And so I still get to teach, but I just teach in a different way now. So we're happy to have you. We thank you. We have a really, really great conversation today. So we're going to talk about tips and strategies because we know right now um, everybody across the world is dealing and having to cope 
with what is going on. Um, I actually was in a school building today and it was very interesting to have a conversation. I was with some high schoolers and it was really interesting to have some conversations with them uh, around what's going on and their take on it and everything. So we want to talk about stress because stress is really, really real. And we know that um, if you don't deal with stress, it can affect your health and it can have a lot of uh, effects on you, even down to financial, because again, if you get sick, then now you have some extra stresses on you for real. So I want to talk about stress and everything um, as it relates to educators. We know right now, this time of the year, the fall, people start getting into uh, burnout, what we you know call teacher burnout, administrative burnout. But we also know that October is the month for a principal and administrator appreciation. And so we want to you know talk about that, how we can show uh, gratitude for our fellow educators and everything. So what's your take about stress? Well, uh, very, very great question. Um, people deal with stress in a lot of different ways. Um, I think the biggest thing that we can do is find time to exercise. Um, and, and that is a, that is a great stress reducer. Um, you know, for, for me, it's, it's more, um, more anxiety than anything than stress. Okay. Um, just going back to uh, what me and you, you do. Um, using the uh, DISC assessment, once I was able to understand who I was mm-hmm. and my behavior preferences, it was, it allowed me to understand how to um, deal with uh, certain stressful situations, right? So give you an example for me, uh, wearing many hats, like I said earlier, uh, for me, it's just managing that time piece. Um, and so when deadlines approach, I always kind of set my deadlines like 48 hours before the regular deadline um, if, if something is due. And for teachers, um, man, I, I, I just really I, I just really think it's the, the passion mm-hmm. will get you through your stress if it's something that you really want to do as far as teaching, because um, this is. This is the new territory for basically virtual principles as well. Yeah. Uh, and, and so for, for teachers, you know, who are used to, I call them, I call them my, vet, my veteran teachers who are used to paper, pencil, handout books, copy notes, like, and they have, they have not made the adjustment yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and they should have made that adjustment five or 10 years ago. Um, in different teaching styles, uh, differentiating your teaching, um, and just and, and just being aware of new resources out there that teach. I think those are the teachers who are maybe being a little bit more stressed and challenged during this time, um, having to adjust a lot. Um, and that's what me and you we talk about just being a lifetime learner. So yes. if I'm a teacher. I'm always, you know, just stand on top of what's new out there, what predicting what the new school year is going to look like. I'm not waiting until, you know, August or teacher week, um, getting my materials together because over the years, amount of years teaching, my knowledge should be building on top of the previous year. Mm-hmm. My resources should be building 
that way when the new school years go, I'm trying new ideas. It's not it's not the same old thing. And so with teachers, I think the stressful part is not being able to say, hey, copy down these notes or read this book, answer the questions. You know, you really have to think outside the box and keep these children engaged if that's in your heart. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They're, they're, you know, some people, you know, maybe, maybe they're just teaching for a paycheck, you know, and they could care less about our, our children. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so they might not be, you know, as stressed out because they just going through the motion. But I think for our veteran teachers who just never made the adjustments, but they're passionate about teaching, they're, they're stressing out. And then our new teachers who um, maybe lost the ability to do student teaching last spring uh, because of COVID, they might be stressing out. Um, and so I think as leaders, me, you, administration, our leader is to just provide them with as much support um, as possible as we can and understanding uh, what they're good at and pushing them to do what they're good at during this time. Exactly. Um, and, and I think that's the, I think that's the route we should go and vice versa. If I'm a, if I'm a veteran teacher and I have a new uh, principal, uh, like, like we have a new principal at our school. Um, I am, I'm not sitting in the back, right. I am offering my, uh, whatever I'm good at, my expertise or whatever I'm, I'm, I'm a master at. I'm bringing that to the table to to impact the the school community as a whole. Yes. Um, and and I want to make sure that principal feels comfortable um, and being around. It's a new environment for her, right? Or or him, and especially coming into a time like this. You know, it's new. Even though it's new for everybody. It's definitely new for a, a new administrator coming into a strong community of teachers, veteran teachers, been at the same school for a long time. And so um, I, I just think it's very important that we, we pray for our administrators. Um, we provide them with a lot of encouraging uh, words. And then we offer um, our extra time, our services, our skills, our, our knowledge um, to, to be a solution-driven uh, person. Um, and that and that can alleviate stress on top of you know making sure you're eating right and exercising and getting the right adequate amount of rest. Yes, that's a good point. And and I like the fact that you brought up about the the health. Um, people don't realize how important that is. Um, I was reading an article the other day and it was talking about statistics um, on again teacher burnout. And one of the things that it talked about was people having a high uh, alcohol consumption and having high caffeine consumption and um, poor sleep patterns. And I was just like, wow, you know, and if you think about it, you know, when people starts get, start getting um, antsy or restless, you know, it, it messes with us. And again, if you don't get the proper sleep, you're not taking care of yourself uh, physically, then you present other issues that can come up. And so one of the things that I want, want you to share with our audience is go drill with that a little bit more about how you just have to be more cognizant of yourself and making sure that your self-awareness is first and foremost. Right. And so uh, the word I like to use is balance. Okay. And if you like someone like me and you who's wearing a lot of different hats, um, a lot of teachers, I know a lot of teachers who have side businesses and 
and just trying to do different things. I think the, the biggest thing is balance. So definitely um, time management is, is probably the most important thing and then prioritization. So knowing what things are important and then work your way, you work your way down. Um, and, and that comes from just being uh, creating a schedule for yourself. Okay. Right, creating a schedule, yeah. blacking out time um, for for you and your family, or um, you know, spending time with doing some things that you love. Um, I think when we don't have that balance, uh, our life can uh, become unbalanced. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's it's like either or. So you either balance or you like uh-huh. this, you uh-huh. like this, um, and so. I think it's very important uh, to make sure that we schedule those times in our day, in our week, in our month, uh, just to relax and, and, and release. So I have to tell the audience a little bit of a secret that, uh, again, yes, we collaborate and um, Jacob happens to uh, help coach me. And so I, I encourage people. I've been saying this throughout the podcast all summer. Um, I did a, a, a six week series, uh, Jacob, about emotional intelligence and how very important it is for us to, again, understand that we can go and get all the degrees and it's very important for us to sharpen um, our saw when it comes to our intellectual part of us. Uh, Make sure, again, that cognitive uh, development is happening, but we also got to make sure we're doing that emotional development. And so, you have been helping, you know, coach me in some blind spots. And so that's one of the things that I wanted to share right now with the audience is that, you know, blind spots, understanding them. You just gave us two good things. You said about balancing and prioritizing. And our mentor, um, Dr. Eric Thomas, one of the things I heard him say one time is uh, people don't procrastinate. It's just not about procrastination. It means you're not making it a priority. And so, prioritizing. You just said that. That's so very, very important. And to schedule it, to hard schedule it, that helps alleviate some of that stress and some of the stuff that's going on. So can you um, talk about that for a minute? You know, people understanding and recognizing their blind spots. Well, so um, I, I, I wish we could do a, just a whole show on this. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, this is this is something that uh, when, when we talk about our blind spots is it's it's something that we have to increase our self-awareness in so it's like kind of knowing our triggers right and and i i want to use the terminology that everybody can understand i don't want to use all our coaching terminology um but but knowing knowing how when uh, you behave in certain situations and things come up is having a high sense of self self-awareness and our blind spots can be our triggers to an increase of stress increase of blood pressure just that that mental part can can take a toll on us physically mm-hmm. because we are not aware of our our blind spots or our triggers that force us to adapt um, and not be our true selves in certain situations. And I hope that makes sense. So, um, you know, for, for teachers, I know we're talking to educators. And so it's like being observed by a principal when they come in. You know how it is when you come in and you do an <laughs> yes. observation. And the teacher, oh, oh, let me, let me, let me, let me get my, let me get my objectives on the board. Let me, you know, um, 
And so I've learned in those situations just to use my strength, with, which is um, my rapport with my students, right? So by the time that principal leaves, they ain't even looking at the board. They looking at about, man, Coach Crane is like, he's, he's engaged with these kids. These kids laughing and, you know, I probably not even hit anything on the board. Um, but knowing that I have taught my lesson and, and got my point across, just because I use my strength, with, which which we talk, what we'll talk about a little bit later. I know you're gonna bring it up, um, which is I'm a I'm a high S, and I'm in that supportive uh, supportive role uh, for students. Um, it's really helped me uh, become a, a very good educator um, and, and a teacher. So I have no problem with building relationships with the teacher. I mean, with the students and the parents. Right. So those expectations that I've set for my class, they're able to understand why I set those expectations. And, you know, they 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 do their best to to meet those expectations. There's no question that. Yes. Yes. Really, really important. So, yeah, that that stuff with the blind spot is so very important. And you just said about uh, of observation. So I remember all the years when I was an administrator uh, going into the classroom to do them, you know, and I, I have this funny story about this time where I go into this classroom and it's a math lesson that the teacher is doing and she pulls out these manipulatives and the students is like, what are these? So she was doing the manipulatives to, to show off for me. And the kids just really brought it out. You know, kids are always going to tell. Students are always mm-hmm. going to tell. So they didn't even know they was telling. But they're like, what do you mean we're getting ready to use these manipulatives? We don't even know what these are. We've never used these before. Um, so very, very important for us to really realize what our blind spots are. And, you know, as I can go back and look at over my years of being an educator, I had so many stressful moments. And I laugh because most of the time I brought those things on myself. So I want to talk real quick about, you know, your self-talk, how sometimes we overanalyze things and we bring things in. And I know we we just got to, you you shared about being an S. And so for our listening audience to uh, just explain real quick, you know, we're talking about the DISC assessment. So if anybody's uh, never heard of it, um, talking about the DISC assessment. So I'm an I. I'm a high I. So I do. I get over emotional. I get over um, over analyzed and I get in my feelings. And that has caused me my own stress when other people weren't even thinking about stuff. So I'm dwelling on a conversation and I'm rehearsing it over and over and over and over again in my head. And that person is not even thinking about that. Um, share a little bit of your experience about that. What what I would say is that once you understand your your yourself once you increase that you know that self-awareness like you start to look at things a little bit differently you start to look at people a little bit differently as well would you agree yes yes (laughs) yeah so I, i i think uh for for me i think it's very important that that people understand that there are two different perspectives or three or four different perspectives but at the end of the day, we we are trying to reach the common goal. And but if my if I have if I'm so tunnel vision, mm-hmm. right on on it has to be done this way. This is the way I was taught. 
I believe that this is the only way that it works. Working with a team, administration, working with parents, working with the students, I do not believe that it puts you in the best position to win. Okay. To win. Um, I believe that um, we have to understand that people's perspectives have come from their background and their Mm -hmm. upbringing. Yes. Um, And that they're they're looking at something through their lens because of maybe some things that have happened in their life, right? It might be trauma or it might be a bad experience that they had that, that the parents or something have had when they were little, when they were at school, right? And so it's our job as leaders, educators, to really uh, be open and listen. That's mm-hmm. the key. That's the key. You, you, really, you really have to listen. And they'll tell you what the root is. They'll tell you what the uh, the problem is. And then once you gather all that information, Ms. Bridget, then we're able to uh, come to a, a very good uh, solid game plan and a strategic game plan um, to to reach our, our common goals. And I think um, I think that's the that's the key is be able to understand that you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. Right. We just see it in a different way. Because we, our common goal is to make sure that our kids get provided with the best education. Exactly, exactly. Um, so just to kind of close out the conversation, I want to dwell a little bit on, um, again, talk a little bit more about that. But I want to dwell on the fact that um, as educators, we have to do professional development. And a lot of times, because some of the professional development, I'll be honest, all the professional development I've ever had has not always been robust. But the one thing that I've always done anytime I've set in professional development is that I understand, even if I've heard this before, even if it's boring, I'm going to sit there because it's going to be some nugget that's going to help me in some aspect of my life. Well, we have to do the professional development, but I think as educators, we sometimes put personal development on the back burner. And we have to realize that we have to make sure that we're developing ourselves as a person. Um, so some of our stress, again, that we exhibit or we're going through can just like you just said, you gave some really good personal tidbits, some personal strategies that we can literally use. One of the things is balance, prioritize, you said. Again, recognizing what those things are that's in our lives. What are those things that are paining us? And so if we kind of do that, you you mentioned anxiety too at the, at the beginning. If we do that, we can help reduce that anxiety. So what's your tips for people to prepare themselves better personally to get through this COVID, to get through these winter months, to get through whether they're virtually teaching, hybrid teaching, or they've been from day one back in that brick and mortar, sitting at that desk and looking at those students. What's some personal things that you can give them that they can do to help develop themselves personally? You want me to be honest? Uh Uh-huh. All right. Well, the first thing that they do is reach out to me or you and take this disc assessment ASAP. Um, I, I really honestly believe that this tool um, can really change a lot of lives. Uh, yes. Change my life. Um, even my mother, I was able to use it on her. She's taken a few times, but she's never 
um, had the coaching to go with it, right? It's one thing to take it online. Oh, you're a lion. Oh, you're a gorilla, flamingo. But to have the coaching to go with it through the flight program that that we that we have um, is is a must-have for I believe everybody should take it. Uh, parents, um, teachers. I believe that just knowing the information that we that we're going to share with you is crucial for our development. You said the, you said a key thing: personal development. What yes. what is personal development, right? Personal development is 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 this is this right here is is this prayer JPS, you know is this right? Personal development is that we are feeding our minds and we are lifetime educators. We are feeding our minds with things that are going to help us in different areas of our of, of our life. And when I about uh, probably about seven to eight years ago, um, that's when I really got big in personal development. Um, and then maybe about three or four years ago, I realized when I was personal development, it was, you know, watching, listening to audios. Um, you know, Robert Kiyosaki was one of my, one of my Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, um, listening yeah. to a lot of their audios. And then I started picking up books, Ms. Bridget. And it kind of, it, it, I mean, it literally changed my life. I mean, I was literally reading like one or two books a week. I mean, I'll read four or five books at a time just because I'm always a student. So I like to kind of stay in student mode, like I'm studying the subject. So I have a book about finances, right? Have a book about marriage and have a, have a book about entrepreneurship. Now, I, let me go look at my motivational book. And I, I can't forget about my spiritual life. So I got, you know, five or six books. And then by the time I'm finished, I didn't read five or six books, you know, in the span of three or four months. And so personal development is plays a crucial role in helping you in every area of your life, whether it's spiritual, whether it's your marriage, whether uh, you want to be a better parent, um, whether you want to be a better educator, a professional, an entrepreneur, whatever it is, that personal development. This is and this is development that you are doing outside of your training and things for your profession. The reason was called personal because it's it's during your own personal time, mm-hmm. right? And whether it's 10 or 15 minutes a day, right? 10 or 15 minutes a day where you're preparing your mind. So you said earlier, how do you prepare? You prepare your mind by feeding your mind with positive affirmations, yes. right? Um, I have, I have, I was teaching a class and I have, um, I don't know how long these sticky notes have been on my computer, but one, <laughs> one, one here says, um, focus on your dream. Think about who you are doing this for. Believe that everything you dream uh, uh, will, will become a reality. Always right. help people and always impact lives. That's a stick. I don't know when I wrote it, but my kids were asking me something. I said, I, I got that stuff everywhere. We was talking about goal setting. Right, we talk okay. about goal setting. Write down our goals, and so I just read that sticky note to him. I got another sticky note. Um, trust the process. Dreams only come true if you put in the work. Understand everything you do impacts the people around you. Have ambitious faith. Believe it will happen. Take everything to the next level. Look, do what you love and love what you do. Make sure you are doing something that adds value. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right That's my favorite about. one to hear you say. Yeah. Um, do love what you, what you love do. What you do. Yeah. yeah, that's my favorite. Yep, yep. That's the name of my podcast. Uh, I definitely look. I gotta get you on my podcast. Yes, um, yes. But definitely, but, um, that that was that that you talk about personal. Just going back personal development, I think it's just so um, important that that people uh, tap into that um, different area of, of their their uh, life and and then become a lifetime. Uh, learner. And one of the things that I find, and and uh, again, I've always been kind of different. Um, I'm an educator, not just because I have a certification in it, but I've always been an educator. When I was a little kid, I was the one that was always teaching somebody. Um, in church, I'm always trying to teach something. At home, everything is a lesson. So everywhere I go, I find a way to teach a lesson. Um, and so I, I think I'm a, a little bit different Um, Everybody is not as uh, drawn like I am. But what I want people to to be able to see, especially right now during the time of COVID, is that we have to develop ourselves. It's a necessity. It's do or die. You know, those that are going to be able to grow and, 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 and do well and perform better are going to be the ones that are doing what you just said at the beginning, having that self-awareness so that you can be more authentic to who you are. So the things that um, are for you are there, because if it's not a part of your mission, it's not a part of your goals, then it's it's a non-negotiable to have in your life. But you don't know that if you're not doing that that development. And so I just want to conclude the conversation with just breaking down and talking about, you know, this really, really simple for them so they understand. There's four quadrants. And so sometimes we get down on ourselves. And that's where I was going earlier when I said that, you know, I'm emotional. And I used to get frustrated with myself because I'm emotional. I'm a people person. I love people, but then people have hurt me. And then I get upset because I'm like, here you go again, trusting people. But that is my nature. That's my behavior tendency. So share real quick. Uh, we already, t- we talked about the S and the I, but go through all four of them real quick for our listening audience. So, so we have, we have the D, which is a dominant person, a goal, uh, sees the overall uh, picture, you when you think about a D, you think about a pilot, like they just see what's ahead of them um, and they're going to do whatever it takes. They're going to do whatever it takes. A real dominant person. They only um, represent about 12% of the population. Then you have the I. We, we've been talking about the I. These are your people. These are your people's people. They they love to have a good time. Life of the party. Um, make sure everybody's okay. Then you have the S, right? The S, somebody's a real cool, calm and collected. I like to be in the background a little bit. Uh, you think about a duck on the water and the little feet just be moving, moving, moving. But on top of the water, that duck just looks smooth as I don't know what. Right. So um, and then you have the C. These are your the, the S and the C are almost like almost your introverts. Right. A C um, is your your person that's really analyzing everything. I mean, picking everything apart. Um, these are these are your, your S and your C. These are your people. These are your system driven people. They like to create different types of systems and have systems in place. You're doing an eye. They like, look, what need to be done? Okay. All right. Let, let's do it. Well, do we have a plan? No. Okay. Whatever. Let's, let's get it done. Uh, so those are, those are your D and the I. So uh, again, it's very important that you understand 
kind of where you fall in these quadrants. Then now this this test has been test of time. They've been using it for a while in different corporations and uh, different different other professions. But uh, I think it's it's important for us to not only know ourselves, be be it, but be able to identify different people that we associate with and we have relationships with, and then it helps us be able to communicate with them uh, better. And so that's the part that I wanted you to bring out. Um, and so here, that's that's the kicker. Um, you said your mom took the disc uh, years and years and years ago and took it multiple times. I did too. I took it 16 years ago. Uh, my first principal job, I had it and we did it and the company kind of dismissed it. They, they dismissed it. <laughs> um, they kind of moved off with it and then we, we used something else. And I always wanted to to use the disc. I always actually wanted to be a, a trainer for it. So I'm glad that I'm certified in it now. But it's not just about for me. Now I use that with my family. Uh, I'm helping virtual school my grandson. And some of his frustration that he's having while we're doing this virtual world, I understand it a little bit more because now I am seeing from the lens of the disc. And so... Uh, it's talking about a stress reliever. This is a big stress reliever for me right now. Um, like I say, I breathe it. You just said it earlier. Everything I see it from when I watch a movie, I'm watching a movie and I am sitting analyzing, okay, who is the D? Who's the I? Who's the S? Who's the C? Uh, it's just been really, really great. My husband and I, we sit down and we're having conversations and we're talking through things, again, using that list of this. And so it's something that's really, really incredible. You know, I want the whole world uh, to be able to be exposed to it. Um, we know there's many uh, types of, of, of assessments out there that's like that. Uh, you got Myers-Briggs. Uh, again, one of my companies, we used uh, a, a gentleman by the name of Flip Flippin. He has one. And so we did that. I don't know if you're familiar with Capturing Kids Hearts. Uh, they're all across the country program that they come into schools and so and the teachers and everything. But, you know, I've always seemed like come back to the disc. And so I'm glad, you know, to be able to be certified in it, to be able to try to help people understand their blind spots, because that can help relieve a lot of stress right now. And I guess the other point, and if you can chime in on this, is for them to see personal development not as one added thing. And so when I was an administrator, I, I, I didn't like having, adding stuff to my plate, but I didn't get as stressed out or frustrated because I know, okay, I'm, I'm the administrator. So it's stuff that I got to do. But as a teacher, I did. I was like, okay, this is one more thing we have to do. And I want, so can you drill that in for our listening audience? This is not just one more thing to do. Like literally, when you invest in this one thing, it changes your whole life. Yeah, yeah. Per, 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 um, personal development is a lifetime commitment. Uh, let me just say that. So the lifetime commitment to understanding that you have to continue to work on yourself in every area of your life. Um, it's a it's a commitment to you, your family, that you want to become a better person. Um, it's a it's a commitment that you want to be able to understand other people um, in in a, in a way that that can be productive. Um, and so I, I don't look at I, and it's and it's funny that you say that because I when 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 we get in meetings, uh, staff meetings, you can see just everybody's now you can see everybody's facial expression just through virtual. 
oh, man, we got to read another book. Oh, we got to do this. And so my my take on it is, look, we all got the same 24 hours in a day. Everybody got the same. I mean, everybody has their own set of problems, their own life, mm-hmm. right? We're getting paid to do a job. Um, so if they ask us to do it, right, your initial reaction, if it's a negative one, guess what your mind automatically does, right? But now my reaction is like, okay, let me, let me see how, let me figure out how I'm going to make this work. Now my mind starts to think about solutions, right? Instead of, oh man, what I'm, what I'm, I can't believe my principal. I can't believe Miss Jackson made me, man, I can't believe she making us do another lesson plan, a double lesson plan. I can't believe. So now that all that negative energy that you could have used to come up with solutions or team up with another coworker, Hey, look, this, okay, you're going to do this. I'm going to do this. Okay, we good. You know, you, you emailed me. Okay, we good, right? And so um, that that is the part where I think teachers can be better at, right? It's changing your mindset about, uh, you know, different tasks, like you said, that we have, we have to do. Um, but personal development, just going back to what you said, I think um, you really have to look at it as, outside of your regular job profession like this is going to make you a better person overall yes 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 so not just something you can do professionally these are things that we can do again to be better all over and be well well well-rounded so that we can dominate in every aspect of our life our personal life our professional life our relationships you know just every aspect of who we are as a human being so we have enjoyed you today. Can you tell everybody how they can get in touch with you? Oh, um, my Instagram is at Coach J Crane. I'm fairly active on social media. Um, Facebook too, Jacob Crane. And let's see. Uh, my book uh, is on Amazon. All right, it's on Amazon. Uh, dream Chasing One on One: Five Things You Need to Do in Order to Make Your Dreams a Reality. That's on Amazon. Um, and so uh, the disc assessment is the flight, the flight program.com. You could go on there, um, order your disc assessment. And you, you, with the disc assessment, you get a coaching session with one of our coaches, me, Miss Bridget, one of our other coaches. We'll be reaching out to you um, to, to do a coaching session with you. Um, and so that's it. Um, just shout out to to uh, my company, Strive for Perfection Athletics and, and, and Dream Chaser Academy. Those are my two my two babies right there. Um, and so, other than that, uh, Miss Bridget, it's been a, a pleasure. Um, and every time we get on here, I think we could talk for about two or three hours. <laughs> I but... know, I know. Just so much, so much um, just to share, just powerful, powerful information. Likewise, uh, enjoyed you being here. We hope um, our audience really have gotten something out of, you know, how to do some things to de-stress themselves during these times right now. You gave some really, really good uh, points and tips. And we were going to list those in our show notes so they'll be able to find them. They don't have to remember everything. But if they're like me, when I get on certain podcasts, I grab a paper and pencil and I'm ready to take notes and go to school. So we thank you so very much for being with us uh, today. And we look forward to some more uh, guest appearances. 
All right, no problem. Thank you. It has been truly an honor and a pleasure to be with you again today. We thank you for your valued time. If you have not subscribed, we will recommend that you subscribe to the podcast so that you can get them in your news feeds. Please give us a review if you like it. And always feel free to share it with someone that this could add value to. Don't forget, coach me and I'll learn. Challenge me and I'll grow. But believe in me and I will win. You are a winner.